When are you an American Express member? When you travel with the American Express Platinum Card and have access to Centurion lounges at over 40 locations worldwide, you're a member. When your American Express Platinum Card gets you seated at exclusive tables at renowned restaurants through Global Dining Access by Resi, you're a member. When you arrive at live events through dedicated American Express card member entrances at select venues, yeah, you're a member. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. When you buy a new house, you might say, Shut the front door. Winning. No, seriously, shut the front door. We own this house now. But you actually need to say, Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. The local State Farm agent is there to help you choose the coverage you need. Welcome to my crib. <laughs> no one says that anymore, but I don't care. So just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. We only have one episode left with the legend, the voice, the man. So it's time we get down to business. But wait, what? What have we been doing this entire show then? Uh, Cha, for me, life's a party. Well, I know that for sure. And just like <laughs> you, Mark Anthony has lived an extraordinary life. But unlike you, Joseph, <laughs> he's also been able to keep his personal life, well, personal. Uh, hey, the world's a stage and I'm its greatest star. Like, pero why should I rob anyone of quality entertainment? When it comes to Mark, on the other hand, there is so much we don't know about him. But... But you be knowing we're nosy bitches and we love the juice. So, on today's episode... We're going to bring it all back to where Mark is now in his career. But we're also going to take you a closer look at his relationships, especially his marriage to J-Lo and the very passionate passion project, El Cantante. And more importantly, Joseph and I are going to kick it off by taking it back to his performances with legendary singer Celia Cruz. I'm your host, Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And this is Becoming an Icon. A weekly podcast where we give you the rundown on how today's most famous Latinx stars have shaped pop culture. And given the world some extra sabor. Sit back and get comfortable. Because we are going in. The only way we know how. With buenas vibras. Algunas risas. Some chisme. And a lot of opinions as we relive their greatest achievements on our journey to find out what makes them so iconic. Mark Anthony has become a voice for Puerto Ricans. <laughs> Says the Mexican. I love you for that. <laughs> and honestly, you guys, I don't think a Puerto Rican Day Parade would be complete without at least like three to seven of Mark <laughs> Anthony's greatest hits blaring through the streets of New York City. I mean, it happens 
every year. It happened when I rode on a float, and he basically gave Puerto Rico an anthem with Preciosa. Now, he didn't write the song. That was Puerto Rican composer Rafael Hernandez back in 1937. But we'd be lying if we said Mark Anthony's interpretation isn't the one people think of instantly. For sure. You think of the song, you think of Mark Anthony. It's hand in hand. And it's part of a tradition of music that speaks for an entire country. Our icons give a voice to people that often feel ignored. Isn't that the reason for this whole podcast? Ugh, so prolific. And yes, Joseph, we have come a long way from our first episodes with Bad Bunny. But the message is consistent. Our icons make sure to wave their flags up high. They never back down from standing up for what they believe in. And I'll drink to that. It's 11 a.m. Okay, you need to stop exposing that ass. As you wish, sir. While you're coming to terms with your extra party habits, I'm going to pack it on up and take a trip back to the 70s. Back in the 70s, salsa was taking the world by storm. And in the eye of the hurricane was none other than Ursula Elaria Celia de la Caridad Cruz Alfonso, a.k.a. Celia Cruz. Oh my God, did Ilaria Pepina Baldwin name herself after Queen Celia? I'm done with her. What? Touche, Joseph. Touche. Now, much like Mark Anthony at the forefront of the Latin explosion, Celia was at the forefront of the salsa boom. This Afro-Cuban legend went from performing with the orchestra Sonora Matancera in the 50s to popularizing salsa and helping people embrace their heritage. Queen Celia was also kicking it with the greats. That included salsa supergroup La Fania All-Stars. But eventually, someone from the next gen of musicians would stand side by side with her greatness. She traveled to San Juan a handful of times, so it would be no surprise that Mark Anthony is the one you're teasing. See, Puerto Rico and Cuba just have always had this very special bond. There's actually a line from a famous poem by a Puerto Rican poet named Lola Rodriguez de Tio. Oh, you're taking us to school, Bench. Mm-hmm, you bet your ass. Class is in session here on Becoming an Icon. Well, in the poem, she says this. Cuba y Puerto Rico son de un pájaro las dos alas. Reciben flores o balas sobre el mismo corazón. Which translates to Cuba and Puerto Rico are as two wings of the same bird. They receive flowers and bullets into the same heart. Ouch, I love that. Celia worked with Tito Puente back in the 60s and even sang with his orchestra. One of their albums was titled Cuba y Puerto Rico Son. So Queen definitely had Puerto Rico in her corazón. Case closed. She spent the rest of her career consistently working with Puerto Rican talent, including Mr. Anthony. But let's not get ahead of ourselves. It did take some time for them to collaborate. But by 2001, Celia had more than proven herself as one of the most influential figures in music history. Not Latin music, music history. Standing the test of time, delivering hit after hit. Which is why it makes perfect sense that she would be asked to perform a tribute to Aretha Franklin. And right beside her was, you can say it now, Mark Anthony. 
I love this performance that they gave the world. Sometimes performances are like a gift and sometimes they're just performances. The two of them together was so warm. It's everything that salsa in a performance should be. Like chills on your face. Everybody is dancing. The rhythm got you. <laughs> it did. Thank you, Gloria. Yeah, Gloria got Hello, you. Hello. The sound you machine know? got you. So in 2001, Joseph, where were you? Graduating high school, probably buzzed off of Miller Lite. <laughs> okay. Well, I was in college and back in the day, VH1 used to do this thing called Divas Live, where they would actually honor very specific divas, right? Mm -hmm, um, Mariah mm -hmm. Carey, Whitney Houston, obviously Aretha Franklin. Hello. So in this presentation on VH1, Mark Anthony and Celia Cruz sang Kimbara together and it was fuego, like fire, magic. It was all of the things. And what's interesting about it is originally the song is of course performed by Celia Cruz with Johnny Pacheco, who's Dominican. But on this very special night... Puerto Ricans rejoice because Mark Anthony stepped in and sang it with Celia. Um, but you know what's so, it's funny. Of course, the music is standout, but you know what's even more standout for me simply because you and I are fashion observers. <gasps> what are you going to talk about? I'm nervous. Mark Anthony's outfit. <laughs> yes. This was like, you know how when you, well, I have a child. So, you know, when you like get your kid dressed for La Iglesia and on, <laughs> mm -hmm. on the, you know, like Domingos, you're like, your mom's like, get your ass out of bed. We're going to church. And you're like, oh, and they make you put on like the nice clothes. I feel like somebody dressed him for church for this outfit because this is not signature Mark Anthony style. There were no dark sunglasses. Right, right. It there wasn't. were no gold chains. There wasn't a button down that only had one button operative. Like it was, you know, it was a suit that did not feel like who he was. I think he was still trying to kind of find his identity but he is a child in this so it makes sense but the two of them you clearly see that they have such a connection that goes beyond artist it's personal for them and it was beautiful their voices together you know one thing I always say with Mark Anthony's voice is he is low effort maximum impact like the <sighs> he does not have to even try and no. pure poetry comes out of his mouth when he sings 1,000%. But also, can I just say that, how does he look like he's four years old? I know. Like, he looks so, so, so young, but he still has the same voice. Like, it, that voice has been very consistent. You know what I mean? How it kind of, like, changes? Like, if we're looking at something back then, listening to him, like, let's say now, it's it's the same. Nothing has changed. No, because I think his voice is so pure and such raw talent. Like, you, that is a God-given gift for him. He was born sounding like that. Like, he didn't have to work on it or train it. I mean, maybe he has had vocal training. I have no idea. But I think some artists are born with such a pure, raw talent. Mark Anthony, for me is just one of those singers. And you really see it a lot when he's in a duet with someone. But interestingly enough, here with Celia, it doesn't pop as much because he's matched well with her artistic talent. And so you just see two people that are peers, right? Not one person is better than the other. It just works. The synergy is so beautiful between the two of them. And I also love that she like steps out and yells, I was going to say that. I've heard this song performed, played a million times. Do you know that I have never known what Kimbaram actually 
means. I don't know what it means. Please tell me what Kimbara means. Okay, so first of all, I thought it was Spanish. It is not, but it <gasps> is believed that the word Kimbara actually has African origins,、um, which is interesting because we all know that, you know, salsa has its roots in Afro Cuban music, right? So it's so diverse, this style of music. But Kimbara itself is said to mean something similar to like having a good time, like enjoying yourself, like. Partying, relaxing. Okay, first of all, bitch, then I am kirambaying while the time. <laughs> I want more kimbara in my life. Kimbara. Kimbara, kimbara, kimbara. That's really hard to say. I can't even imagine singing it. Um, I remember watching the JLo performance. Do you remember that at the American Music Awards in 2013? She sang the Anyways, song. She said, she? yes. She's, and, and the thing is, is, I was shocked she was able to say kimbara. As many times as she did. It's very hard to say, but I do love that performance. That is to me like classic JLo. And I do love when JLo honors another icon because we think of her as so iconic that it's really beautiful to see her honoring a fellow icon. Fast forward to March 2003. A tribute special was held in Celia's honor, hosted by both Mark Anthony and Cuban royalty in her own right, Gloria Stefan. Titled Celia Cruz Azucar, it managed to raise over $145,000 for the Celia Cruz Foundation. Unfortunately, this would be the last time Celia Cruz would make a public appearance before her death in July of 2003. And this special was filled with Latin music. Legend. Every single one. Every single one. Don't even name them all.、Okay. I'm going to name Jose Feliciano, Gloria Stefan, <laughs> Patti LaBelle, Mark Anthony, Gloria Gaynor. I mean, there were so many people there to sing for her. It, it was amazing. And I think it really shows how deep and wide her impact was on the music industry. But This isn't Celia Cruz becoming an icon. This is Mark Anthony. <laughs> I, I got lost. I really did get lost really quick. I was like, tell me more bitches need to know. Okay, let's go back to Mark. Back to Mark.、Okay. Back to Mark. Okay. If you guys remember, Mark started as a session vocalist making Latin freestyle tracks. He famously said he did not want to be a salsa singer. But one fateful night in 1992, with Tito Puente at the helm, Everything changed. And where did that happen exactly? In freaking MSG, bish. We stay bringing these full circle moments here at Becoming an Icon, honey. It really does give you goosebumps, doesn't it? The cosmos are speaking to us, babes. And this performance took place in 2000. It was filmed as a television special broadcast on HBO for Valentine's Day. And it was titled Mark Anthony, the Concert from Madison Square Garden to help promote his album Contra la Corriente, which I will talk about at the very end of the episode because that is taking you way back. Too far back, too far back. <laughs> MSG is the pinnacle for any artist's career. And this time around, he was center stage. The spotlight on him. It was finally his moment. And he was a baby. He was baby Mark Anthony. No, like, like high school. <laughs> he, to me, in this particular performance, and by the way, great timing, Mark, he finally looked like the star and the showman、mm. that he is. First of all, MSG, massive stage. HBO, massive distribution. I mean, he knew he had to step it up. And to me, this is when he became like 
Mark Anthony as the rest of the world knows him. It's funny because when he set the stage, I literally thought he was like walking off of the Matrix. I thought (laughs) he kind of was like Keanu Reeves. I like wasn't sure what was about to happen. I was like, is this going to be some sort of like sci-fi performance or something? And then, you know, that look, that that leather coat. What? Bring it, Mark. Bring it. And we know this. Mark Anthony is a busy ass man. He's got so many projects, music, film, his personal life, producing, all of it. But he never forgot good old Celia. In 2019, 16 years after her passing, he paid a tribute to her once again, this time on social media. He shared a photo of the night they performed Kimbara together. The caption read, 16 años sin ella. Nunca olvidaré sus cálidos abrazos. Su legado vive hoy y siempre. Te amo, Celia. In English, it means 16 years without her. I will never forget her warm hugs. Her legacy lives on today and always. I love you, Celia. And as time goes on, one thing that remains consistent in Mark's career is that he always acknowledges those that came before him those that set the stage for him to shine. He's also not one to shy away from sharing the stage and the spotlight with powerful women. Which is why it made perfect sense for J-Lo and him to be the ones to bring Hector Laveau's story to life in El Cantante. Even if the end result wasn't that expected. When you buy a new house, you might say, Shut the front door. Winning. No, seriously, shut the front door. We own this house now. But you actually need to say, Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. The local State Farm agent is there to help you choose the coverage you need. Welcome to my crib. (laughs) No one says that anymore, but I don't care. So just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. When are you an American Express member? When you travel with the American Express Platinum Card and have access to Centurion lounges at over 40 locations worldwide, you're a member. When your American Express Platinum Card gets you seated at exclusive tables at renowned restaurants through Global Dining Access by Resi, you're a member. When you arrive at live events through dedicated American Express card member entrances at select venues, yeah, you're a member. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. I don't think the math is mathing on this one, but (laughs) I believe it's been 16 years since El Cantante came out. Honestly, I can feel myself aging. What do you remember about the movie? 
Okay, I didn't watch it <gasps> because at that what? point, I have to just be really honest with the listeners, the people who like, share, and comment. <laughs> um, at the time, I was J-Load out <gasps> personally. So I just... You said no. I, Hard I just couldn't. Really, I just couldn't. It was just like, no, just wasn't. Not I, I didn't. But I do know like the story. So, okay, I so can, you know, I can contribute. <laughs> OK, so you know that this is a biopic, right? Mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. follows the life of the late salsa singer Hector Laveau, who mm-hmm. is portrayed by Mark Anthony. You do know Mark Anthony played Hector Laveau. Yes. OK. And you do know that J-Lo played Mark's wife on screen. Bucci. Right. Okay. I think a lot of people that saw it in the theaters or that saw it when it first came out just had a lot of curiosity about J-Lo and Mark. And so they went to this film just to see more of them because like we know, you can't ever get enough of big A-list celebrity couples. But Mm -hmm. that really wasn't enough. And the film has had mixed reviews for a lot of reasons, which we're going to get into. I mean, If we're going to call it what it is, it was a bomb. Critics didn't like it. And Lopez and Anthony defended the film. But Lopez and Anthony ardently defended the film. But salsa musician Willie Colon was one of those that was really vocal about the film's failure to portray Hector Laveau in a good light. Listen to what he said to the Los Angeles Times. The real story was about Hector fighting the obstacles of a non-supportive industry that took advantage of entertainers with his charisma and talent. Instead, they did another movie about two Puerto Rican junkies. It's difficult to comprehend how two individuals who are in the music business, like Mark and Jennifer, are not aware of the damage and the consequences of promoting only the negative side of our Latin music culture. Essentially, why are you focusing on the booze, the drugs, and the sex when you could have been talking about the musica? In 2007, People magazine wrote about the film, stating that the film's only saving grace were Jennifer and Mark, that it felt like we weren't watching Pucci and Laveau, but we were actually watching that couple play themselves. I mean, listen, it's difficult to separate the two in your head. Right. People couldn't even focus on the actual film. Everyone just wanted the tea on them. Mm-hmm. And listen, it's okay. Maybe the film wasn't a runaway hit, but Janthony... We're still going strong as a couple around this time. They weren't breaking up just because they were breaking up and punching each other and boozing it up and How doing all kinds. How in the F dare you say Janthony? All right, forgive me. Do you forgive me? Yes. <laughs> Either way, people wanted more of them. Breaking into the U.S. market meant breaking into pop culture conversation. With that came the rumors. Tabloids thought that there was trouble in paradise and the two were heading straight for a big breakup. Mark Anthony is, let's call it what it is, a very serious musician. He's not a pop star. He's not a pop starlet. He's not a dancer. He is a musician. And he, I think, did not expect to be all wrapped up in the J-Lo circus, the J-Lo drama, all of it, right? And Shortly after the release of the film, they did announce their tour, Jennifer Lopez and Mark Anthony, en concierto. Mm-hmm. Most likely to counteract any rumors of their potential split. I mean, that's true. If people are saying you're going to split up, do the one thing that has mm-hmm. to keep you together contractually, legally, and financially, which is go on tour together. 
Yeah. I mean, you're stuck with each other, whether you want to be or not. And during the performance at the Staples Center on October 17th, 2007, Anthony covered Faithfully by Journey and dedicated it to his wife, Lopez. Let's be real for a sec. Working on a movie and then a tour together, that would put a strain on any relationship, even the strongest and healthiest on the planet. Yes. And despite all of that, they still made time to create these iconic music moments. Like, who can forget their performance at the American Idol finale? I loved it. And you know what? Hmm. I, I I remember it. And I'm going to tell you this because it, it was kind of fun to see JLo go back to being like a backup dancer. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I don't mean that in a, oh, because I mean it in a way that like, I don't feel like we get to really feel and see JLo perform as just a, a dancer anymore. Like she's always kind of like, has to sing and dance and sing and dance. That's what she does. In this one, she was only dancing. She was, she was giving it to you. That's right. So during this particular performance, Mark Anthony walks out on stage. He is singing Aguanile, which is beautiful. And it's like one of those songs that like gets everybody dancing. If you've ever been to like a carne asada, a wedding, a quinceanera, like, I don't know, your tia's living room on Christmas <laughs> Eve in the sala, you know, like they put this song on and everyone dances. So Mark Anthony comes out, he opens his mouth, out comes this like beautiful song. He's singing, it's fast, it's energetic, it's high paced. And then JLo appears, but she doesn't appear to stand at a mic and sing with him. She truly is, like Joseph said, like his backup dancer. And what's so cool about this moment is that this particular song is by Willy Colon and Hector Laveau. So it's like a full circle moment, right? They just done La Cantante. Now they're out there performing this song by Hector Laveau. And the J-Lo booty shake... Wow. But you know what? I'm going to say this. I think she meant that J-Lo booty shake. It wasn't just a performance. It was really her dancing. Like, I think mm-hmm. it was such a very strange performance for me to watch her in because I feel like you find, like, not, she always gives it a thousand percent. So I'm not even going to say she doesn't. But this one was just so different for me. Like, watching it, I was like, she's a dancer. But no amount of booty shaking could save this marriage. By the time the two did call it quits in 2016, Everyone wanted to know what happened between Jenny from the Block and the King of Salsa. They had premiered the film, went on tour, and even announced that they were having twins. Then, divorce? It got so ridiculous. Imagine having to grant an ABC News exclusive for your divorce. I'm exhausted just thinking about it. But listen, it's like we talked about with Benefer's first go-around. Media has evolved a lot since mm-hmm. then, especially now that we have more direct access to celebrities with their social media. Before, the only way we could get any crumb of information was through these exclusive news channels, these entertainment news shows. Mm-hmm. One thing I do know is that Mark is still a very private man. And yes, Jennifer was able to get him out of his shell. She got him to step out a little bit more, start to enjoy his fame. But at the end of the day, You really have to be a very specific kind of person to be able to handle the madness and attention that Jennifer attracts. And I don't mean like on a red carpet. I mean like going out to for Duncan. Right, right. Just in the daily life. But, you know, I will say this. I really do think that there was love there. And nobody can convince me otherwise. Oh, totally. But it did get really bad. There were rumors that he had cheated on Jenny with keep my wife's name out of your mouth slapping 
Jada Pinkett Smith. Well, in Mark's words, when talking about the divorce, he simply said, these things happen. The relationship wasn't working anymore, and they realized this was the best option for the both of them. Mark had been in various relationships before J-Lo. There was Debbie Rosado. Who he had a daughter with. And an adopted son with. There was also Dominican-American actress Claudette Lally. And former Miss Universe Dayanara Torres. Remember her from the J-Lo episodes? Did you know he also has kids with her? Mmm, snip, snip, man, snip, snip. <laughs> it's okay. After their divorce, she traded her engagement ring for a Cartier watch. <laughs> that is major boss moves. You get mm-hmm. it, Dianetta. <laughs> After that, JLo and Mark officially tied the knot. Not to be shady, which, by the way, means that you're about to be so shady. <laughs> Cue the shady music. But I have to say, JLo is the one out of all of the wives that for sure, like, stands out the most. And I'm not trying to make this episode about her. I know we keep talking about her, but in this particular episode, I mean, when you think of Anthony, it's really hard not to also think of J-Lo. They were almost kind of like the Meghan Markle and Prince Harry of Puerto Rico. (laughs) Actually, facts. I'm not even gonna, because, like, who else did they pay $6 million for photos of their kids for? Exactly. They seemed to have everything, but D-Day came in 2014. And five months later, he proved you can't keep a good man down because he then married model Shannon de Lima. Two years later, they split. During that time, Anthony and Lopez kissed at the 2016 Latin Grammys, and then Mark and Lima announced their separation. <gasps> You're right. hmm I remember they split way before the kiss, pero que escándalo. Okay, when do I get to yell bingo? (laughs) Around uh, a little later in the show. But around six years later, he found love again in his current wife, former Miss Universe Paraguay, Nadia Ferreira. By the way, they are also expecting a child. The seventh for him, first for her. Bingo! <laughs> snip, snip. And is he trying to give Nick Cannon a run for his money? Like. But now that we have all of that relationship drama out of the way, mm-hmm. we're reminded of something. That he has a lot of kids? Yes, that too. But <laughs> while Joseph and I, and we know you guys listening, love a little cheese with a celebrity's personal life, Mark is one of those icons that, like I said earlier, is truly a talented, like artistic musician, regardless of what is happening in his personal life. Okay, he's a best-selling artist for a reason, crafting enough ballads for the first dance of many weddings to come. And everything he's been through further fuels his music. You can't sing romantic salsa without having a little romance and a whole lot of drama in your life. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Do you have a favorite Mark song? I can't pick favorite songs. I don't work like that. I need, I I work in threes. Okay, let's do this. Why don't you do the top three Mark songs that pop in your head? They could be your favorite. They could just be the ones that pop in your head. Uh, Okay, so I would say that when I think of Mark, first of all, when I think of Mark, one song comes to mind, which is Mm -hmm. Vivir Mi Vida. Uh, okay, yeah, that's, that's just globally, that's just globally, the one. Yeah. But that's just the song that everyone's like, oh, yeah, obviously that one. Um, I will say, and I'm not like one of these people that's like, oh, this song lifted my soul during a dark mm-hmm. time. Like, mm-hmm. 
by the way, no shade if it does for you. I'm just not one of those people. I will say that there were moments when I was going through like postpartum with Santi when I would have mm. to play that song to like get myself out of my baby funkiness. No Yes, way. I think something, and I would play it for us. Like I'd play it for Santi and I because I think there was something oh. so like elevating about the song. There was something, mm. I needed that, right? Like I was in like sleepless nights, like diaper haze, like just postpartum it's crazy and that song really did like take me out of like the sadness that I was experiencing like I just I really helped so anyway I think vivir mi vida um next song I love is contra la corriente because it's so early in Mark's career and it was oh, like his I don't first think I know it oh it's so good it's such a classic it's also such a classic salsa Song, So it has more trumpety it's music pure, to it? it it's like, a, it's pure. Like it's a pure it. salsa song, right? Because there's like, I think salsa, like everything, right? Things get mixed in. There's a hybrid to me that is like a classic salsa. It follows salsa like very classically. And then Baya Boy, which is newer, but like, mm-hmm. bitch, I'm on my way. Like, where's the party? <laughs> I am on my way. That is a good one. That is a good that one. That is like round up the troops. Let's go. <laughs> You chose three Spanish ones, and that's just, you know, kind of your relationship with Mark Anthony. And for me, just because I didn't really listen to, like, trumpets and saxophones because they hurt my ears, I'm really much into his, like, English music. Like, I was obsessed with You Sing To Me. And You Sing To Me. Like, oh, my God, it just, it was such a beautiful love song. You're such a cheese I'm not even right a now. cheese ball. Wait, no, you're I know not a cheese ball. Know. You're a cheese puff. You have left cheese ball okay, status. Okay, can I be You've a elevated. spicy cheese puff? You can like be a, a crunchy, yeah, puff. like a crunchy, spicy cheese puff. And also, I need to know the song. I, I need, need to, to know, know what's wrong with you. <laughs> Dímelo. What is Those wrong with two you? are like my Mark Anthony panty droppers. <laughs> And they're they're not even like, but they're just so good for me. I just, I love, I can really feel his voice. Like I know, like he's one of those singers that I can feel what he's saying. Like for me, you sang to me and I need to know, I feel like I hear the words. I feel the words. I am the words, bitch. Hello and goodbye. He's a multi-talented artist with so many hits, as you just heard us go through. (laughs) But since his singing career took over, his acting career was forced into early retirement. Until 2021, when Lin-Manuel Miranda gave him a call. When something happens to your car, you might say... But what you really need to say is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, State Farm is there to help you file your claim right on the State Farm mobile app. So just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. When are you an American Express member? When you travel with the American Express Platinum Card and have access to Centurion lounges at over 40 locations worldwide, you're a member. When your American Express Platinum Card gets you seated at exclusive tables at renowned restaurants through Global Dining Access by Resi, you're a member. When you arrive at live events through dedicated American Express card member entrances at select venues, yeah, you're a member. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury 
with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. It took 15 years for Mark Anthony to return to the world of acting. WGA and SAG-AFTRA strong, by the way, babes. Your words to the AMPTP's ears. How do you keep busy in the meantime? Well, you know, between the wives. So shady. Well, Mark's career doesn't just stop at entertainment. In January 2012, he launched the Maestro Cares Foundation alongside Henry Cardenas. Together, they've opened an orphanage in La Romana, Dominican Republic, as well as a youth home and schools in Barranquilla, Colombia. Okay, just like our homegirl Santa Shaki. Alongside Jennifer Lopez, he's also continuously committed to giving back to Puerto Rico. Remember back in 2017, right after Hurricane Maria, they held the One Voice Somos Live, a concert for disaster relief? Do you remember that? Oh my God, I do. Yes, I do. And our other icons, Benito and Bruno Mars, were also Mm -hmm. a part of it. Mm -hmm. He also collaborated with Becoming an Icon star, Lin-Manuel Miranda. Wait, what was the name of that song? You mean the one that they all sang together? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, Almost Like Praying. And the roster on this song, by the way, is... Locura. (laughs) It is. You had Jennifer, Gloria, Stefan, Fat Joe. um, Uh, Camila Cabello. Remember (gasps) her? She was in that. Um, Yes. And then, wait, we're not done. Luis Fonsi, Rita Moreno, Gina Rodriguez, who even knew she sang. Hello. Wait, Gina Rodriguez? Yeah, she's on it. Everyone was on this. And this song even cracked the Billboard Hot 100 at number 20. And there was a little cameo from someone very special. Do you know who? Are you going to say John Leguizamo? No, the cookie. Oh, okay. Uh, Because he was in it. John Leguizamo's a good one. Yes, fine. But he was not the special cameo. It was the frog. My son Santi loves cookies. They read about cookies. The frog, the the noise in the beginning. Yeah, it's at the beginning, at the end. It's like it's like the siren sound of Puerto Rico. I'm going to learn how to make that noise because it will rally up the troops that we know that we're going to happy hour. <laughs> it's insane to think that when Lynn was only 18 years old, he saw Mark on Broadway in The Cape Man. Then he got Mark to be in The Heights. I mean, that is unreal. Wait a minute. Mark was on Broadway? Uh-huh. I know. I did not know this until we started researching for the show. But the show didn't do as well as it could have. It did get Tony nominations, but critics buried it under negative reviews. 
Honestly, these people are so damn bored. Hater nation. (laughs) Well, it worked out for Lynn. Mark had gone from someone that was collaborating with people he admired, like Tito Puente and Celia Cruz, to being that person for the next generation. And not to mention that In the Heights, the movie, was an incredible milestone all on its own. It's no wonder why Mark Anthony said yes without hesitating. See, the role of Sonny's father, Mr. De La Vega, was written specifically for the film. It doesn't actually exist in the original production, but Lynn wanted it to be Anthony. So he texted him. I mean, yeah, NBD, right? No big deal. I have Mark on speed dial too. (laughs) Sure, Jan. What we know is that Mark had been a big fan since the musical first debuted on Broadway in 2008, which is what made it so easy for him to say, yes, Lynn, Avi, I'll do it. And this particular moment actually marked his return to acting for the first time in 15 years. Wow. I mean, honestly, Lynn must have been doing front and backflips. Yeah. And people were excited, but... Director John M. Chu, well, he was worried. Uh Uh-huh. Let me tell you why. Don't you dare. He thought, here's this iconic singer that brought forth a cultural phenomenon in the music scene of New York and whatever, beyond the globe. And now he was supposed to be on a set for a pivotal two-minute scene in Mr. Chu's film. I mean, he was nervous. It was insane. There was extra security because people kept crowding the area just to get a good look at him. Chu, unsurprisingly, ended up being so impressed with the brief time he got to spend with Mark on set, he told USA Today, that guy will win an Oscar one day if he does more movies. For sure. What a career. From Latin freestyle to becoming a minority owner of the Miami Dolphins, who the F would have thought? It's really out there. Mark Anthony stands as proof that life can take you in so many different directions. So far in his life and career, he's given us 25 Billboard chart hits. He's won a bunch of awards. Um, otherwise known as Grammys. Let's give <laughs> praise where praise is due. Okay, my mistake. A bunch just was just easier to say. And there's no doubt why he was ranked one of the 200 greatest singers of all time. One thing's for certain. Mark Anthony remains one of the most influential New Yorkians in the history of this city. And we can't wait to see what he does next. On the next Becoming an Icon... It's finally time for the ultimate icon. I'm so excited. I'm like that little kid that wakes up to go to Disneyland in the morning. Okay, you guys, we are heading all the way to Miami. (laughs) Wait, you guys, hold on. You can totes relax because it's not for the Super Bowl this time. We swear. Nope. This time, we're shaking our bodies and getting ready to do the conga. So gather around and feel the heat because we're hyping up Gloria Stefan. Becoming an Icon is presented by Sonoro and iHeart's Michael Cultura Podcast Network. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
When are you an American Express member? When you travel with the American Express Platinum Card and have access to Centurion lounges at over 40 locations worldwide, you're a member. When your American Express Platinum Card gets you seated at exclusive tables at renowned restaurants through Global Dining Access by Resi, you're a member. When you arrive at live events through dedicated American Express Card member entrances at select venues, yeah, you're a member. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity.